Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we get questions from either our incredible listeners or find them online on the topics of sex and dating, and we answer them for you. Let me tell you, I know we talk about how hot it is, usually, quite a bit, but mm-hmm. today I have the added bonus of, so my cat's litter is right by the, the closet that I record in. That's and a pungent surprise. One of them has decided to just do a very large, powerful cat poop. And now I'm sort of hotboxing myself quite literally with uh, cat poop smells. This is a really nice and charming way to let our listeners know about our uh, really glamorous lives. I just want people to know the the, the pain that I put into the art. That's, That's all. fair. Yeah, we, we, we put in a lot. We, we struggled through cat poop fogs for you. I don't, but Dane does. It'd be weird if you did. <laughs> I could send you some if you want. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Um, speaking of things we should do, should we just answer some questions or do you have, I mean, well, first and foremost, happy pride. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Happy pride. Everybody. It is pride month and we are staunch allies and supporters of the LGBT plus community. Uh, and we just want to say we're, we're here for you and we're ready to support you and celebrate with you. We love you guys very much. And not just this month, like all the time. Oh, hundred percent. Which is already clear, but you know, we fucking love you guys on that positive note. You ready for this? Oh, I don't like the way you started that, but sure. This is anonymous. So I've been coming at my roommate's girlfriend's body wash because they're annoying as fuck. For like two months, I jerk it in the shower, open the pump, dump it in, and give it a good shake. He just told me her period was super late, so they took a pregnancy test, and she's knocked up. He said, I trust her. I guess a condom ripped her, I don't know, and they're going to raise it. We have a year left on the lease. Problem is, I'm Greek, and they're white as fuck. What are the chances I'm a dad? Oh boy, that took a left turn. That I wasn't expecting. Um, unless they're using the shampoo as lube, I think you're okay. And even then, I don't think sperm really survives outside of the of the body. I'm pretty sure even the whole hot tub thing is is not true. And even if it is, it's because hot tubs are the same temperature as a human body. I don't I, think shower gel. I don't is. think that's. I don't think that's correct either. What do you mean? I don't think the hot tubs are the same temperature as our internal. Oh, sorry, I mean they're they're warm in in there. Okay. Like that's why people used to argue that like sperm could survive in them because they're like warm uh, and liquid. I have a glass of water right here. Dump dump is, some cum in. We'll see if it's still swimming by the end very, of the. Very very hot in here. So <laughs> let me just rub one out real quick, and we'll see how these little boys are doing after this. So I think we can both agree it's just a no. Yeah. Again, like unless they're just you know. Just pumping it in there as well. She's, you know, like a little for the hair, maybe a little for the pubes, and then just, you know, a couple solid pumps for the, for the internal. One, don't do that. Two, <laughs> I don't think sperm would survive in, you know, body wash conditions. Three, well, what the fuck is wrong with you, Anonymous? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's something we haven't really addressed yet. Yeah, don't. What the fuck? There's so many things that could go wrong with this, and not even like... Like, I mean, I, I don't know how, like, diseases would transfer if that were something to be worried about. Because, again, I don't know the, the shelf life of shampoo semen. No one should be exposed to your bodily fluids unless they are a willing participant in whatever acts you are currently doing in which your bodily fluids are being expelled. Yeah, it's definitely a takes two to tango situation. Uh, doing this means you're a gigantic, scummy shitbag. Possibly sexual assault? Now... What do you think is so annoying about maybe 
the thing that they're annoying about is they're constantly coming on him. You know what? If if that's it, then sure. That's changed the whole thing. You're still not great. You, there's still other ways to deal with this. But I can almost understand. Yeah, like if you wake up every day and like, you just a torrent of ejaculate, <laughs> then I get it. Mm-hmm. All right, hit me. Okay, here's, a, here's another game of baffling things. I was going to save this for later, but we'll do it right now. This comes from Reddit user NovelBeing9485. Need advice. Would a guy you're seeing be offended if you got tickets to a baseball game for the fifth date? I'm a 32-year-old female, and I've been talking and seeing this 31-year-old male. We have been on four dates, and he's been paying for all the dates thus far. I managed to pick up a round of beers during one date, but that's it. I'm thinking of splurging and getting decent seats, field level, to an upcoming baseball game for our next date. Is this too much, or is this a good idea? For context, he's a big baseball fan. Okay, so offended? I would imagine not. Is it a nice idea? 100%. The only thing that I'm worried about is the cost of the tickets because it's only the fifth date. You know, like if they're like $300, $200, that's quite a lot to throw down. And he's going to know if he's a baseball fan. Like that could be a, like that could be something scary. It's like back in the day, we used to always talk about buying your date an iPad. Don't do that. Well, I mean, I guess it also depends on the dates you went on to prior. Like if you guys were going for like really fancy dinners, True. That it's easily this dude could have spent, you know, probably like at least a hundred every time. Well, um, even if that, you don't so go for a fancy fucking dinner, let's be fair, it's like a hundred. I, I didn't even think about this, so this is a valid point. But I was bringing this because I just wanted to ask people who are single and dating, are you okay? Because <laughs> why would anyone be offended by this? Yeah, you're doing a real nice. Like uh, that's the thing. It sounds more- so lovely. The only worry I had was that uh, it might seem like a little too much, but like. It's such a lovely thing to do. The, the thing is, is this is an experience. This is a thing that you're doing together that ends. Like you said, if you got them, you know, a fucking thousand dollar watch because they're into watches, that's pretty fucking wild. Like that's something. But like, if you know they're a big baseball fan and you're doing this on a date, it's like, I don't think, again, unless the tickets are, you know, unreasonably priced, like unless you're spending like $600 for these tickets, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to be upset by it. And, and if they do, fucking take your best friend and never talk to this person ever again. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if they do get offended by this, like if their masculinity is so fragile that you can't buy them something, because again, that's kind of the only way I could assume anyone will be offended. That That's a pretty good indication you shouldn't date this person going forward. And you only have to spend the cost of two tickets to figure it out. That's a pretty good deal. So honestly, for me, it, it's just like the cost and like the importance then or like the pressure put on the relationship as a result is kind of the only thing I might worry about. Because like if you guys are 20 and the tickets are like $300. Well, they're in their 30s. Okay, yeah. See, that's the thing. That changes it quite a lot. I say fucking go for it, you know? Now, this is a really nice thing to do. It shows you care about them. You guys are going to have a blast. And like Dane said, it's an experience, you know? And if they're like, oh, whatever, you can be like, hey, you got the last four things. This is the least I can do. And then you're showing that you're awesome as well. You appreciate the effort that they've put in, you know, both monetarily and, you know, thought wise and everything. And it's fucking awesome. And I love it. And go for it. Yeah, that's kind of what I like. The reason I brought this was because I wanted to like be like, guys, you guys need to chill. Relax. Like at what point in time are you having anxiety about doing something like this? These are Mm -hmm. like, I, I think everyone is so in their heads when they're dating, especially dating a new person and especially someone that you actually really like that. I feel like you probably like people probably do the most harm to themselves in the early stages of relationship being fucking weird like this. To be fair, I can kind of understand it. But again, 
only in the I'm worried I'm doing too much and it might scare them off kind of way. But that doesn't seem to be what they think. They just seem to think they might offend them, which to me seems wild. Yeah. At, at any point, if you're on the fence, but the thing you're on the fence about is doing something very nice, just do the nice thing. We need more of it in the world. And again, like we've previously talked about, if that nice thing is to surprise them by flying halfway across the country when you guys aren't even dating, maybe don't do that. But like, use your best sense. If I was on a date and I was talking about, uh, you know, a band that I loved. And for whatever reason, I had been picking up most of the dates. And then that band was in town and someone was like, I mean, you don't even have to surprise them. There's no harm in asking. Yeah. Right. If someone was then like, oh, hey, you love Band of Horses. Uh, they're in town. I'm also into them or I want to check them out because, you you know, if they're so cool, I want to like, can I take you out to the like, let me buy tickets and we'll go together. Like if you want to, because mm-hmm. um, there's also like the expectation of someone is free as soon as you. So like ask them to make sure they're free before you buy tickets to something, especially if they're yeah. expensive things. Like those are the things you have to worry about. Don't worry about someone being like oh they pay attention to the things i I like and want to share those experiences with me like that's such a weird thing to be hung up about yeah like my second date with my girlfriend was flying trapeze that she organized it's like hell yeah you know like if she had decided not to do that because she was worried i'd be offended or whatever like we would have missed this like incredible day we had together you know and that would have sucked yeah there's so many possibilities like Choosing not to do a, a, a fun thing with someone because you're worried about something arbitrary only kneecaps your relationship. Like, for all you know, you're going to hear, like, the song that ends up being your guys' song while you're mm-hmm. there. Or, like, a hilarious inside joke. Or a tradition, you know what I mean? Like, maybe it becomes, like, your anniversary thing of going to a baseball game. Maybe it becomes mm-hmm. something really important to you. The best thing is, it's like, no one's, like, saying, hey, you should go and, like do this thing like on the fifth date like the rule is something big it's something you want to do that you came up with so it's like to not do that is also to kind of deprive them of like you right like that's the kind of person you are that you come up with this really nice thing you listen to them and you're willing to like shell out the money and organize the day and like treat them because they've paid like you know it shows you're fair you're equitable you're nice you're kind you're thoughtful you're adventurous to a certain degree, like all these really cool things. So it's like to deprive the person you might potentially have a relationship with for a while of those things sucks. So don't do that. And again, if they're like shitty about it, you've done yourself a favor by figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone you work with or, you know, one of your friends would be happy to go day drink at a baseball game. with you. Yeah. So yeah, I do the nice thing. The world needs more nice things. Yes. Now more than ever, for God's mm-hmm. sakes. This is by baseball boy, Matt. I told my girlfriend I think going out on dates four to five nights a week is excessive. I've been dating my girlfriend for about two years and it's become the norm for us to go out on a date four to five times a week. Dates for us include going out for dinner, movies, baseball games, bars, playing darts, or pool. Lately, I've been getting exhausted by all these dates. I'm 29 years old and she's 24. When we first started dating, it wasn't like this. She was in college at that time but has since graduated and feels like she just wants to be taken out all the time. I do want to spoil her and I enjoy taking her out, but to me, four to five times a week is excessive and makes it less special. We've had this discussion, though, and so far this has led to no progress. I pay for most of all of the dates, and I've told her I think it's not good for her health to be going out this much, but none of it has registered with her. I know she's interested in me for more than just my money, so I'm not worried she's just using me and she's a gold digger, but I'm getting very exhausted from all these dates. When talking to her about cutting back on the dates, she usually just pouts or says things like, I don't love her as much as I used to. Oof yikes yeah four to five dates a fucking even just going out four to five days a week yeah like if you were leaving your home four to five times a week. yeah and that's not that's not pandemic dane talking that is and that's not 30 year old dane talking like even when i was in my 20s 
the idea of like going out like almost every day of the week that's that's exhausting i've done it and and like for short term it can work but it's also fucking it, it takes it out of you oh yeah and i was young and, yeah. and a lot dumber even though not even financially like if you could deal with it but that's a whole other fucking issue but even if you could deal with it financially it is exhausting you know yeah. um and also man there's so many things to talk about here but like what about your fucking friends yeah right like that leaves you two days to see your friends and if you see them on both days one you're only seeing your friends twice a week but two then you're never having time for yourself Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if like their date nights are like, are you also, are you going out with friends? Is that, or, or like, or are we talking specifically like date night? It's just you and her. Cause if that's the case, yeah, that's like the majority of your week. It sounds like it's just them because if it's like, if she was like, damn, my girlfriend just wants me to hang out with my friends every day. I, I think it would be a different argument. Yeah, no, I assume it's probably just them as well. And that's, yeah, the, the time in which you get to yourself is so limited. As you said, it's like. You either now have to choose like, oh, recovery day or a day where I get to do something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's switch over to uh, the fact where you're like, I don't think she's using me. But then, <laughs> but then she does say that you don't love her as much <laughs> if you don't do exactly what she wants. Which- I don't think she's using me, but she won't listen to me when I try to tell her I don't want to do the thing that she's manipulating me into doing that costs me a lot of money constantly. I mean, like, it might not even, like, yes, sure, she might not be using you for your money, but that doesn't mean she's not using you. You know what I mean? Like, it might not be, sure, it could potentially not be a financial thing or a money situation, but, like, she's still manipulating you and gaslighting you and forcing you to do something that you don't want to do. That, my dude, is being used. But also, he pays for almost all of them, and he is telling her he doesn't want to do them, and she isn't letting him stop. So... Money is definitely a fucking issue here, and it does sound like she is entirely using you for it. Like, she likes to go out four or five times a week and be treated. Money is just irrevocably contained in that situation. Yeah, this could also be a uh, like a codependency thing in the mm-hmm. sense of, one, she's incapable of doing anything on her own. Or what is more likely is she wants to have him under her thumb. And like, yes, absolutely, finance plays into it 100%. The thing is, if she just wants to, like, you know keep him locked up she could also be like cool like two days a week we'll have a movie night at home and like he'd still be spending that time with her you that's know a fair I mean? point yeah but it's like for me it seems very much money-based because like being taken out and going out like it is expensive you know what i mean and the things that he's listed like dinner movies baseball games bars these are all like movies aren't, isn't that bad uh have you been to movies up. in the past yeah <laughs> well like, compared to dinner baseball games in a bar you know well i mean if you get Two movie tickets and snacks is like eighty dollars now. No, it's or, like four close to. No way. Movie tickets are like twenty bucks now. I guess. Either way, it all of them are fucking expensive. Is my point, and she won't let you not do it, and she insists that you pay for them. This sucks. Yeah, you need to have the conversation of being like, "Hey, I need me days. I need recharge days, and I need days in which I can do things that I want to do and not be beholden to." your like your schedule um we can absolutely still you know we can set a set date night and you know we can still have impromptu dates of like you know if we're hanging around house and we're like getting a little cabin fever and we want to go out for Mm -hmm. sure like i'm not saying that we're not going out ever again but one this is exhausting me and i'm like it's not fun and it doesn't have anything to do with being with you it has everything to do with i just i don't want to do it (laughs) you know what i mean 
Um, yeah. and, and on you, top of that, be like, hey, and my love for you isn't dependent on me bringing you out four to five times a week. And like, you yeah. need to realize that and not say things like that, which are really mean when I'm trying to talk to you honestly and tell you something that's affecting me negatively, which you should care about because presumably you love me and we're up in a partnership. And, and like, you can even bring back of like, the fact that this this was this is a new thing that seems to have recently happened where you can be like well you know what i mean like back when we weren't doing this did you think i loved you less then when you mm. were in college cuz that seems to be unfair it seems to be super unfair to quant or like qualify my love with the amount of going out we do and vis-a-vis the amount of money i'm spending yeah also i love how there's absolutely no evidence for like she's interested in me for more than my money and she's not a gold digger. Like we, we get no reason why he thinks this when everything she says seems, you know, negative in general and possibly in that way. I guess presumably like the before times, right? Yeah, I guess. Either way, you got to talk to her, man. And then again, you have to make sure like right now you're being gaslit. Like mm-hmm. just 100% she's gaslighting you into thinking that you don't love. Like the only way to prove your love to her is by doing these things. Yeah. And again, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it was you cooking dinner for her every night, mm-hmm. or it doesn't matter if it was you doing all the chores around the house. Like the the money can be removed of it. If she's telling you, you don't love me enough because you're not doing X, mm-hmm. that, that is you're an issue. you're going to tell them that you don't want to do for very valid reasons. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's emotional manipulation. It's gaslighting. It's really shit. Like that's a toxic relationship right there. So that needs to end before you guys keep going. Yeah, and if she doesn't expl- or like if she doesn't want to listen to you or meet you in the middle in, in these sort of situations, then you need to be like cool, then like unfortunately, I hate to use your line against me. It doesn't seem like you really care about me. Yeah. Because I'm asking you to, you know, I'm not happy right now, and you're saying the only way I can prove my love to you is to remain unhappy. Yeah. And that is unfair. 100% nailed it. This almost ties in as well. This comes from Sadipagi. Okay. I don't think that's a word. The guy I'm see I'm talking to says that when he's horny, he cannot think straight. And only the only thing that comes to his mind is to come. Sometimes he just totally disregards what I say and my feelings because of that. Any other guys experience that? To what extent are you not thinking straight? I just want to say that he's not like assaulting, abusing me. I'm okay, but it does result in me getting my feelings hurt sometimes. After he comes, he's like, oh my God, I'm sorry for what I said. I couldn't think straight. I feel better now though. And he's back to his normal self. Could it be because he's still really young and has and have his hormones through the roof? He's 20 and she's 22. This guy is gaslighting you and abusing you. And it's terrible. This is awful. Yeah, just like, again, assault and abuse doesn't have to mean anything physically. Although in this case, he is like, it sounds like coercing her to have sex and yeah, ignoring I, what she says, which again, unless she's saying, yeah, okay, I want to have sex, which he wouldn't then be ignoring. It sounds entirely like fucking abuse. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like you are unfortunate. Like this is sexual assault. You are being coerced into having sex because he's, I don't know what he's doing, but presumably probably treating you like shit in order for you to have sex with him and Mm. especially setting the precedent of being like, Hey, I won't act this way if you fuck me or if you give me a blowjob or, you know, whatever you're doing to basically punishing you until you do what he wants. And then being like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like there's your, there's your carrot. There's your pat on the back. Now I can be normal. Like training you to get that out of the way. Anytime he fucking asks, just so you can have a normal day to day relationship with this fucker. 
which is horrendous. As pretty much every question we answer, we usually give like a, if you want to be with this person, here are the things you need to talk about. I think what you need to do here is explain to him what he's doing in case he doesn't know. You know what I mean? Like in case he's just young and stupid and hasn't had proper education in this kind of stuff. I think you need to be like, hey, this is bullshit. What you're doing is is manipulation. What you're doing is abuse. You're Mm -hmm. coercing me into having sex and I'm not going to stand for it and I'm going to leave. Yeah. And I don't think this guy gets a second chance. Yeah, I wouldn't give him one. Um, also, like, to, to the question, to the like, oh, is it because he's young and hormones and blah, blah, blah. Look, when you're a young person, I won't even just say guy because I'm sure it's the same. Yeah, you can get super horny. Yeah, your, emotion, your fucking hormones can, you know, really get up on your brain and all this shit. But, like, in much the same way as you don't get angry and stab a man to death for no reason or whatever, you learn fucking self-control and you get over it. Like basically immediately you know what i mean like when i'm hungry i don't just like jump on someone and eat the food they have in their backpack or whatever like you you control yourself there is no like oh boys will be boys or it's just a guy thing it's entirely this person's choice being a piece of shit you know i mean there is there is nothing like overwhelming them as someone who's seen you and your hanger (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if I can stand by and allow you to make these claims. I've never um, eaten your food, Dan. <laughs> um, I may have wanted to desperately. <laughs> but yes, you have always shown restraint. Um, that's the thing. That's a, a good point, And I kind of want to talk about it as well is, yes, when I was young and hell, even probably now, if I was single, I would make bad choices when I was horny. And those bad choices were usually like, you know, sleeping with someone I probably shouldn't or, mm-hmm. you know, going out, you know what I mean? Like running out to make it last call to meet up with someone who I was going to hopefully try to hook up with. You know what I mean? Like just stupid things in desperation of trying to get laid. But yes. at no point in time did that ever turn into me becoming like a completely like I didn't come and become like a monster that needed a Snickers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like there's no sort of and if you are that kind of person, Perhaps you should seek counseling or therapy or something. If you can't control your impulses and your desires, whatever it may be, whether, you know, hunger or what anger or whatever, if you can't get a hold of that and, and actively be aware that, oh, hey, I'm acting this way because of this way, I should stop, then there's something seriously wrong. And that's something that you need to address if you want to be a one, a good partner and two, a decent human being. A lot of people say and do shit like this simply because they get away with it. You know what I mean? There's no way this person, if he had been shut down properly the first time, would have continued like this. You know what I mean? He wouldn't have broken up with her and been like, well, I'll just go find someone. And even if he did, he would probably go until he found someone who unfortunately is a little bit naive in this situation where she's like, oh, is it true? Is this something that that happens? Which was why I kind of wanted to you know, make sure we stated that this isn't reality. You know what I mean? This isn't like, oh, it's a guy thing. Yeah. You know, like no one should have put up with that and no one should do that. And if you're a guy and you're listening to this and, and you're getting that like twinge of recognition, stop. Don't be don't be that like it's it's, it's like a pathetic child. Like, like, I need my sex. Like, fuck off. You're a grown ass human being. If you're having sex, act like it. You know what I mean? Don't do yourself the disservice and don't do what is, you know, pretty much a fucking crime, if not fully a crime. Just don't be a shit bag. And hey, look, if you really get that that cum mind fog, you got a hand. 
go jerk off. I mean, granted, I don't know where you are. Maybe like, yeah. <laughs> fucking, I would worry. You know what I mean? Like if it's at work, that's your own problem. You're going to have to fucking mm-hmm. deal with that. The, the We've talked about it before as well, where people are like, oh, you know, I feel like I have to do this for my partner. It's like, no, your sexual desire and your sexual pleasure isn't 100% reliant on your partner. Your partner is not in charge of that. You hopefully are able to communicate a healthy sexual relationship in which you guys take care of each other sexually and meet each other's sexual pleasure and desire and stuff like that. And that should be a conversation and that should be a thing that you work on together for your entire relationship. But it's not a, I'm horny, so I should have sex. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works. It is not a, you know... If horny, then sex. You never have the right to someone else's body or services, no matter what. You know what I mean? There isn't some like, oh, if I don't have sex right now, I'll die disease. And if there is, then I'm sorry. But like between the choice of like co-opting and forcing people to pleasure you or dying, maybe just choose death. (laughs) Oh, God. Right? Like if your existence is predated on sexually assaulting people. Sorry, bud. See ya. Yeah, we have enough high school hockey teams for that. (laughs) God. (laughs) Like, just don't be shit. And if you're on the receiving end of this shittery, don't don't let it happen. You are worth so much more than that. Yeah, like I said, we are firm believers in communicating issues with your partner and trying to to sort it out and giving people the other, like your end and and talking about it healthily. I think this is a, a... a situation where it's not your responsibility to educate this dude, but I think it, it would be beneficial for him to hear it. Again, it is not your responsibility to do it, but if if you do, I, I think you need to get out of this relationship, and I think you do need to be like, hey, what you're doing is fucked up, and I'm not going to stand for it. I have, you know, I respect myself too much. I I value myself too much, and this is so ass backwards. Goodbye. Yeah. And then you know what I mean. If he if he changes his tune, maybe he gets a, another chance later down the road. But I think like. At this point, he's had so many chances, and if if the crux of your relationship, if if you if one person is apologizing for something they do to you, you know, every other day, then there's this isn't a relationship. So you know, use your own best judgment, of course. But it does sound like this guy really needs a boot at the at the bare minimum. Uh, okay, you ready? Yep. This is by Reddit guy. Here we go. Male, twenty three. Do women really like bad boys? We hear it all the time. Women go crazy for bad boys. I've just wondered how true it is. I've tried applying it in my dating life a little. Is that really what women want? It's got 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb and a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, what's not like it was about? that great of a movie, but it's kind of a cult classic. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence have pretty good chemistry together. The no. sequels are okay, but no. not as good as the original. Not like this. Most dates, I always try to bring up the movie a handful of times <laughs> in conversation. Then I suggest we go back to my place and watch Bad Boys 1. No. I try to set up my second date for Bad Boys 2 and the third date with 3. Most women don't really seem too enthused, and I've never made it to the third date slash movie. I'm always trying to be concentrate really hard on watching movie watches so she can see how much I love it too. I just don't get why people think women love this movie so much, and it hasn't worked great in my dating life. Ladies, let me know what you think about Bad Boys. Thanks. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so good. I mean obviously we're not answering this. <laughs> well because this is obviously a joke, but it's it is definitely a joke. But oh. what's your date movie is like when you were younger, Donnie Darko? Donnie Darko was one of them, and then as I got older, um No, I think it was just Donnie Darko. I don't think I watched a whole lot of movies late like movies were like kind of my teenage thing. Yeah, same. Um but I will tell you, fucking Stardust. Great I know. Movie. Star- I always want to say Inkheart. 
which is that Brendan Fraser movie with the whole unicorn. I've never seen it. See, the danger with Brendan Fraser is he's too attractive. So you just he, look ugly in comparison. Yeah. Uh, this is Poggle Fruit. Okay. How to bring up sex in conversation between virgins. Hello. Just yell it. <laughs> there we go. Next question. I mean, sex! here's the thing. I am not going to completely disagree with you on this. Oh, God. Um, hello. So my boyfriend, 18, and I, uh, also 18, they're uh, male and female, have been dating for one and a half years. We are each other's first relationship, and I feel ready to let things go more, uh, get more intimate between us and have sex for the first time. We've only gone to the sexual extent of grinding, but I would like more. I feel like he wanted more with the way he was feeling my body and moving against me. He's told me he's sexually interested in me, but I'm not sure how to bring up if he's ready to have sex because we are both virgins. The circumstances of his life would make having sex difficult for both of us, but I would like to share the, that experience with him as my first time. Any tips on asking if he's interested in sex with me as we are both virgins? Okay, so firstly, don't jump straight to sex if you haven't done anything else. Mm-hmm. Right? You've only done grinding, but like literally the first sentence or first two sentences that you wrote on this... Uh, like posts were like, oh, we've been dating for whatever, and I, I kind of want to like take our sexual whatever to the next level. Just say that to him. Yeah. Or when you're grinding, you can like move a hand down towards his fucking jeans and be like, do you mind if I take these off? Yeah. You know. And then when you do that, you just like give him a hand job. It's you're in a great position because you didn't just meet this guy. You didn't just whatever. You're dating, and you've been dating for a long time, and you guys, you know, if you're grinding on each other, and you know groping each other and whatnot it's pretty much tacitly telling you hey i find you very attractive sexually you know like no one's grinding on anybody mostly but definitely not on people they don't find attractive yeah i mean you're in a unique position of you guys have or you at least specifically have the opportunity to set the standard of what you guys or how you guys deal with sex in your relationship and you have the ability to now make it possible to make this a, a, an open sexual conversation and for you to bring up, be like, hi, you know, I would like to. Hello there. Hello there. My name, My name is, is <laughs> Puggle Swab or whatever it was. Puggle Fruit. Um, you may know me from the last four to five dates we've taken every week. You can just bring it up while you guys are together and be like, I would like to, like, I'm really interested. I really like you. And I would like to have sex with you. What are your thoughts on this? How do you feel? Are you like, are you on the same page? I'm not here to rush you or pressure you. If you need more time, that's fine. But mm-hmm. just letting you know on my end, I'm ready. And I would like to do this with you. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, that's the thing, because obviously you are a compassionate, thoughtful person who, you know, you want to do it and apparently want to do it right. And I fucking applaud you for that. That's great. Especially in, well, they're like 20, right? Uh, 18 and 19, I think. Okay, so young-ish, I guess. But still, seems like you want to do it right, and that's great. So just bring it up straight. There's no magic trick, you know what I mean? The magic is being confident enough to communicate properly. And if you bring it up, then, you know, if he doesn't want to, instead of getting, you know, upset or angry or embarrassed, you can talk about why and just really, like, get the conversation out there. And if he does want to, great. I do still think you should take it in steps. You know what I mean? Don't just jump straight to sex. Um, like enjoy yourself that's the thing it's like there's a whole fucking path all the way to the sex garden enjoy the views stroll along it smell the bushes read the signs you know have a picnic maybe on a bench the oral bench for a while um (laughs) you know dabble in the fucking swamps of 69 before you realize you never want to go back there you know the oral bench sounds like a great place to visit at the park but it is traumatizing because it's (laughs) never the people you want to see sitting on it you know what i mean 
It's always just the Grim Reaper. and It's always just an old man surrounded by birds. <laughs> Ooh, what are the birds doing? Gobbling. Ooh. Oh, dear. But yeah, this sounds great. You know what? In my first relationship, my girlfriend, after six months, was the one who said to me, almost in this exact way, being like, hey, I think we should have sex. And it was really funny because I was 15 and horny ass fucking boy. But like the thought of actually having sex just like kind of never occurred to me. I don't know why. Like I just, I I don't know. I guess maybe it was in the future, but I just felt like we were young or I was a fucking dumbass. I don't know. And I was just like, that is something we could do. We could do that. That's like, God, sex. That's, that's the thing. And it was great. We then like two or three weeks later, we had sex and it was awesome. But get condoms. Don't yes. do what I did. There, like, I don't know what your level of sexual education is, but there are th- some things you need to look at how to put a condom on properly. Mm-hmm. Discuss if something starts to hurt or whatever. You know, talk about how you guys will handle things within the experience. It's not like you're having sex with some dude you've never met before. Like, really make this a moment for you to mm-hmm. to like enter into a sexual relationship. And like Niall said, explore things. You know what I mean? And tell him, be like, hey when we're doing these things let's talk to each other and make sure we're doing things that we like Mm -hmm. so if he starts fingering you be like hey i'm not going to criticize you but like if i tell you if i tell you to do something don't be self-conscious i'm just teaching you what i like Mm -hmm. and And ask him to tell you the same thing right you know tell each other when it feels good tell each other you know oh a little less hard or whatever and again kindly and the thing is like you're both going to be super fucking insecure during this thing you know what i mean he's gonna be terrified that he's either gonna come too soon or not get it up or you know a variety of fucking things or not make you come or etc so like the more open and honest and genuine and fucking like kind to each other you are the better this is gonna be and the thing is even if you guys break up a week later those those are lessons you're gonna carry throughout your entire life and you're gonna start your sexual journeys off the right way you know, yeah. so many people didn't and are still figuring it out. Um, yeah. But you guys can start positively and kindly and healthily. And and then you'll also cherish that memory t- together for the rest of your life, hopefully. That's the thing that, like, I hope this podcast puts out in the world are people who who bring the like, hopefully the, the you know, information and the advice that we give to the start of relationships. Because one of the things I'm I, I count my lucky stars all the time is my first sexual partners were all very, very good to me mm-hmm. in the sense of like introducing me to things and explaining things to me. And you know what I mean? Like really fostering healthy sexual relationships with them, which I was then later on able to bring to other relationships. And the amount of people who I met later on down the road were shocked that I did certain things. You know what I mean? Like, you know, even things as simple as consent and like verifying consent and stuff mm-hmm. like that and being adamant about using condoms. Like the amount of women who, when I was sleeping with multiple people, were shocked that I was like ready and present with condoms and that they didn't have to ask me to do it was it's just was crazy. Because that- like to me, you would like and I've seen it too, but I would assume that's the bottom line. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, like to just always be like, yeah, condoms. Like it's crazy that it's not as re- as like common as it should be it was it was like one of the things where i was like oh okay like i was lucky that my female partners made it very clear be like if we're not wearing a condom we're not having sex mm-hmm. and i was lucky that they were confident enough and you know educated enough and but also like open enough to tell me these things yeah i i thank my lucky stars like i said every fucking time 
I think about how my sexual career has been because if it wasn't for, you know, the women towards the start of my sexual experiences, I don't know, like all it takes is like one bad, you know, experience to kind of shape how you move forward with it. So this is a really great chance to foster a, an incredible sexual life. Mm-hmm. And like, like you said, whether it's with this guy or not, you know, hopefully he will learn how to treat women respectfully and approach sex healthy and safely. And you will be able to do the same. Like you'll be able to go for and be like, Hey, this really worked for us. And I'm going to do the same thing with new partners. Yeah. So these are all, these could be the building blocks of an incredible sexual life and just a really nice moment for both of you guys. So, you know, talk to them, be honest, be open, you know, don't be scared about saying things. Don't be scared about researching. You know what I mean? There's absolutely nothing wrong. This is also a thing I think people find it's like, if you look up like anything about sex, it's like embarrassing or whatever that is baffling. You know what I mean? Like you don't just, you're not just born knowing how to finger somebody um or jerk somebody off you know by all means research by all means research together by all means do your own research and by that i mean don't become anti-vax um (laughs) anyway you you know you know what to do you seem you seem good the fact that you're you're reaching out to other people already is good but like you're in a good position you have all the opportunities i will say the only thing i'm confused about is you talked about his situation might be awkward for sex yes don't know what that means but like if you can try to find a place where you guys can like relax when you're having sex, you know, yeah. you don't want to be like pants around the ankles, like abusive parent in the room next door kind of deal or, yeah. or something like that. You know, it like trying to have sex very quietly while there's someone else in the room who's asleep. Like, you know, if you can get a hotel or a hostel or not a hostel, a motel or whatever, a car, your place, his place, there's presumably somewhere, but like the more kind of like time and comfort you guys have, the better this can be because you don't want to rush it. I remember the first time I, I fingered someone, um, I just assumed like I was very young and the the idea was like, oh, I just use my fingers like I imagined sex should or like, you know, my penis would be doing the work. So I pretty much just thought it was like in and out. Mm-hmm. and that's not really the way to do it and thankfully again the woman i was with was very nice it was like hey try this do this and you know showed me the motions in which to do and i was like oh wow i was like this i never would have figured this out no one told me i had to figure it out in the vaginal trenches <laughs> yeah no i was like this isn't like you know no one would have really thought that it's like the come hither motion you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like that's that's not really something you would especially because you can't see, you know, on, on porn or in porn, mm-hmm. all you really see is someone fucking just finger blasting someone and like mm-hmm. them loving it. And the, the more you can tell someone with sex, the better they're going to be and the better the sex is going to be. We've said it a thousand times. Be good, be kind, communicate. You ready? Last question. Let's do it. This is throw RA photo editing. My 19 year old female boyfriend, 19 year old male edits my appearance in his posts. I don't have Instagram, but he's always had permission to post pictures of me. Anyway, my friend was on her phone and I saw one of his pictures pop up. I asked her to go into his account and every single picture of us was edited. Not extremely, and he edits himself too, but the stuff he does is a bit insulting. My skin is paler, my boobs are bigger, I'm smiling with teeth, completely clear face. He edits himself too, but not to the extent he edits me. I'm pretty insulted by this. Is neutral me not good enough for you? But at the same time, I'm wondering if he's just really insecure and I'm being roped into it. Should I approach this gently? Yes, I think you should. I I don't think anything is going to... like, Like nine times out of ten approaching something that you want to talk to your partner about with you know gusto or a malice or aggression that's never gonna pan out well 
because mm-hmm. people just go into defensive mode and then it just becomes not about whatever you're talking about or what you want to talk about. It becomes about how you're talking about it. Yeah. And then and then you're fighting about bullshit that doesn't matter. And now you're broken up because, you know, you guys have said stupid shit to each other because you've turned what could have been a very, you know, what I mean, sensitive topic or, or a real, you know, moment of understanding into a fight. I will also say, depending on what app he's using to edit, fuck, I forget the name of it, but there's one that like just does a general one size fits all edit. It's actually a fucking crazy app where you can like pinpoint every different part of yourself and like change it. But there are modes where just like auto does it and there's more shit happens to women than happens to men. And that includes like making their boobs bigger and etc. So it could be that he's just running like a general thing over it and it's just doing it all automatically. Yeah. Um, also even like my new phone, I was trying to take a fucking selfie the other day because I desperate to try put up some content on our Instagram and it was so fucking, it was the weirdest picture. I was like, I look like shit. And I kept trying to like take one because I haven't like used it and it just was so bizarre. So I was like trying to go into the settings and it had like an auto like filter thing, which I turned off and I was like, oh, that's why I looked like a fucking clown because it was like changing my skin tone and like making my eyes bigger and doing all this weird shit. Like, like the portrait mode or whatever, right? Yeah, it was fucking crazy. So yeah. it's like there is a chance that he is not necessarily doing this on purpose. You know, like he's not going in and going, oh, damn, those boobs got to fix them. Oh, shit. Like her face got to gotta clear that. It, it could just be the app itself and he doesn't notice or or thinks that that's normal. And also if he's editing himself, clearly he's insecure about posting pictures and maybe he thought to do it to himself and not to you would be unkind. I don't know, but it, it definitely like there is a realm of of not shitness there. And obviously yeah. he thinks you're attractive if he's with you. Yeah, I mean, like this is the danger of social media and people who get sucked into like the influencer life of everything being curated and everyone being perfect. It's like he might be insecure about himself and worried that like, oh, no, my girlfriend isn't as hot as, you know, this person's girlfriend. And, the, you know, what I mean, it's so, like it, it could be anything. It could be like Donald said, like maybe it's just a fucking, you know, one tap button that fucking's like boop, or you know maybe it is him fucking drinking the kool-aid of the instagram influencer life and is trying to like you know mimic that bullshit but i i think it is worth a conversation it's so easy to approach this without malice and just be like hey i saw some of the pictures on instagram why are you edit like why is there a filter you're using because my boobs aren't that big or i look a little different like yeah you know is are you using an app or what's going on there um and then see how it is and and depending on his answer it's like you can then go down different routes of of discussion of being like, well, I'm not really comfortable with that. Yeah. It, it, it makes me feel really uh, self-conscious and, and shitty that, you know, I'm being tailored. It feels like these are the things you want to change about me. Mm-hmm. And that's not great. Like, I, I don't like that. And you know what I mean? Like there are things, ways to bring it up without being like, Oh, am I not hot enough for you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, like if you came in with that energy, it's going to be a much different conversation and it's going to be a much less productive conversation. Yeah. And again, if he turns around, he's like, well, I wish your boobs were bigger. Great. He's an asshole. You've done yeah. yourself a favor by figuring it out, you know, and I, I really hope that's not going to be the case. But if it is, again, shitty situation. But the benefit is that you get to jettison the dead weight and live your life on the or start an Instagram of your own and just start making really bad edits of him. <laughs> <laughs> just say just save every picture he's posted, but be like, here's the un unfiltered version and just yeah call it like greg raw (laughs) and then just photoshop logan paul's face on all of his pictures the worst of faces the worst face all right i think that's it that is it um at the end of the episode 
we like to hop on online dating and peruse and find red flags and profiles and what works and what doesn't work in an effort to make your online dating experience a little bit better. I got some fucking choice tenders for you. I can't wait. Okay, well, we'll start off with Varvara. Ooh. No alcohol. All caps. Bad side effect for me. Milk and honey. 5.9. I assume 5.9. I don't know. Maybe that's their climbing grade. Uh, university. Use blood for my morning bath. Hate dumb men. Not kind. Not open mind. Not easygoing. Most sexual in a man. Brain. Ambitions. Hands. Bold head. Wolf. No rabbits, please. Boring to even chat with that stuff. I am not share man. My man with any other stuff except his kids. No hookups. I guess alpha and beta are the bunny and wolf. Uh-huh. I, Unless I it's mean, like a carnivore, like vegan thing. I know there was a lot there to address, and I don't know why that was the one I fixated on, but I think it was the safest thing to talk about. I love like not kind, not open mind, not easygoing. It's like, cool, like zero. I'm sorry. Like it, the rest of it could be incredible and you get a zero for that. Like I don't want someone who's not kind or not open minded and not easygoing. Why the fuck would I ever want someone who's not kind and not easygoing? And not yeah. open-minded. It's like, that's it. Done. That that line itself, you're dead to me. I'm a bad person. Please yeah. date me. I, but hey, we've seen it. You know what I mean? Almost uh, word for word, that. I know. Uh, but So it is It is a straight-up zero for me. Uh, yeah, I will also give it a zero because I don't want any part of that. Okay. Do you want me to keep going? Uh, no, I got one. This is John. He's 27. I am legal age and actually 27, not underage. I just look <laughs> really young for my age. Okay, he's definitely 15, right? Here's the thing. He doesn't look that young. But like, I don't even care what he looks like. Saying that is a real red flag for me. Yeah, no, 100%. Anyone I am not a serial killer. I have never murdered. I do not like the, the, the nice feeling of flesh coming away from the bone when I slice it with my special box cutter my dad gave me. I've never killed anyone. I know I look like I have a serial killer look, but I am legally not a killer not a single person has died in the basement hidden under my house full of chains of dried blood but yes it was i was like okay well is that nothing, it that's it that's all he Dear had to say God, i thought i was interrupting you no that nope. z- zero <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not a profile my dude <laughs> it's not even approaching a profile we got uh ba their their interests are yoga museums and galleries they're ambitious they like intelligence and they're adventurous. Um, what else about them? Oh yeah, my personal hell is trying to find traditional husband material in this post-apocalyptic liberal cesspool of a city where everyone's a polyamorous communist pansexual. Uh, if you are unvaccinated, swipe right. Oh, okay. I mean, here's the thing. I hate it, but in terms of a profile, that's a lot of red flags for me, but probably a lot of green flags for someone else. So I think it's red flags personally. I also think it's just red flags out of like in general. You know what I mean? Just red flags in general. Yes, some of those in general red flags will be green for somebody else. Does that mean it's okay? No, that's a minus two for me. I do like that polyamory is just like kicking off so much that it's now triggering Mm -hmm. the, you know, quote unquote, not snowflakes. Well, as as you know, that, you know, Toronto is nothing but polyamorous communist pansexuals. <laughs> I mean, I've heard less accurate descriptions of Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> they just make the city sound fucking great. Um, this is David. He's 55. Just joined. June 9th. Stable, great guy. 100% real. And looking for an amazing younger guy for hangouts and definitely more. Thinking emoji. 
Better yet, long-term relationship plus. I'm a great catch. Great is spelled GR8. Uh, <laughs> trust and companionship are important to me. I would love to meet that special guy I can treat like a prince and delete this app. T- saying that you're stable makes me believe 100% you are not. Yes. Yeah. Saying I'll- you are real makes me 100% believe you are not. Unless, like, yeah. is he so hot that his reality is, is in question? No. Okay, I didn't think so, because if you were, you wouldn't also have to state that you were stable. Uh, there's, I don't know what it is. I feel like he's going to kill someone. Uh, the weird thing of being like, I joined today. Oh, yeah, that's it's, also just, unless you're very lucky, it's it's wrong. It's, I mean, like, it is today's date. I don't know if he's going to... Update it every day. I joined yesterday. Yeah. I joined I, three days ago. So he did, in fact, join today. But, um, yeah, there's a lot here. And it's one of those, like, here's the thing. When a 55-year-old man spells great, G-R, and the number eight, mm-hmm. it's upsetting to me. He's trying I, to infiltrate. He's trying to hang with the kids, dude. Well, he is looking for an amazing younger guy. Younger mm-hmm. is also spelled Y-N-G-R, which I don't know is a, if that's a gay community thing. I don't know if there's a more connotation to that spelling or not. he's just trying to be chill online, right? Yeah, or are you trying to, like, hello, fellow youths? Well, that's the thing. He, he's just... I don't know. It's the whole thing rubs me wrong. Given the two. Yeah. Same thing. Also, like, why would you have to state that you're stable? It's like if you were getting your vaccine and like the nurse like looked at you and was like, this is a clean needle. I promise this won't kill you. Don't worry about it. This isn't <laughs> this isn't a microchip. <laughs> Wink. I, I went to school for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm fully qualified. OK, thanks. Gwen's 26. Likes music, volunteering, yoga, photography. Festivals. First things first, I'm pregnant at the moment, but don't let that stop me from having fun. Second thing, I'm engaged to a wonderful man who doesn't know I'm on here. Getting married March of 2022, heart. I'm looking to see how much fun I can have before my wedding next year. I'm also intrigued to see if you could attempt to steal me from my fiance. What? Oh my god, I hope... I hope someone finds... Like, sees her that knows him. Like, I hope one of his buddies is singles, is single and, and like... Now, once again, that is Gwen, 26. What an absolute terrible person. I would hope it's not true. But if it's not true, what wild game are you playing? And if it is true, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, like, if it's not true, if this is a gambit, you are looking for a very specific type of dude. Yeah, someone who's a asshole. (laughs) I'm looking to be treated very poorly by someone while I jeopardize my marriage. Is this going to be our first minus 10? I don't know. I... The thing is, is like, uh, I wouldn't have a problem. Like, nothing of this would be bad if there was a slight change of, like, they were polyamorous. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. But the, the the fact that you're actively, one, pregnant with a dude's baby, or, yeah, dude's baby, engaged to get married to him, and are actively looking to betray all of that. Actively and also- gleefully. And, and while also being like, hey, let's see if I can just trash my entire life and ruin this do- dude's whole life. Like, cool. Yeah. Cool. Like, if this was like, I have an open relationship and want to have sex, we'd be like, cool. Like, that's not the issue here. The issue is that this person is a garbage human. Yeah. Minus 10. Yeah, I'm not even going to fucking rate it. I'm abstaining. Good. Disgust. As, as should anyone who sees this profile abstain from this person. I mean, post this person all over fucking Instagram. Well, it is actually doing the rounds on Reddit. So that's all I'll Yikes. say. We've had a spicy, a spicy few today. So maybe I'll even it out with this. And you'll like this because they're very spooky. Hell yeah. Their name is Kaya. 
Okay. Uh, looking for a guy who's romantic, open-minded, loves video games, horror especially, uh, loves Disney parks, wants a commitment, and seeks the dark forces to join their hellish crusade. Nice. I like that. Nine for me. It's nothing special, but it, after all that, I'm going to give it a ten. <laughs> I think I think it's it's got a little bit of flavor. It's got a little bit of you know info. It's there's nothing uh, problematic. There's <laughs> you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. she's not trying to ruin anyone's life. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem to hate you know sexual freedom. So we're good. Okay. And then how about Kion? Uh, this is a quote: "The stars are beautiful." has a very deep meaning. If you can have this conversation, you will feel very romantic. And now another quote. How to enjoy Canada? I don't know. I, uh... <laughs> are those questions he's posing himself? Uh, they- she, she is posing them, I guess. The stars are beautiful is a quote. has a very deep meaning. If you can have this conversation, you will feel very romantic. How to enjoy Canada is a quote. And then they answer, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but those two lines are just like my favorite. How to enjoy Canada? I don't know. No, still figuring that one out. <laughs> Beyond me. It's I like, like stars. That's all you get. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's going to be a, a five because yeah. everything else was terrible. So you're, the bar is very low for you. Mm-hmm. How about Grace? We don't know each other. Don't talk about meeting without knowing each other. I am not a casual person. Big smile face. Single mother, prepare to develop in Toronto. Prepared to prepare develop. to develop in Toronto. All right, right now. I don't know what that means. I assume it's like if you're dating me, prepare to like like have live a fa- in Toronto. Like set set roots down. Have a family here. You know this energy. I'm not a big fan of. I'm gonna give that three. It's quite aggressive. And last but not least, Katie, twenty seven. 6-1, so don't swipe right unless you're taller. Please reread that first sentence. New to Toronto, from the West Coast, Best Coast. Leo, devil face. Hooper, basketball emoji. BA in criminal justice, nerdy face. Faith and family over everything, praying hands. I'm trying to find my best friend, side eyes emoji. The fucking height requirement shit, it's... At this point, I don't even know if it's a red flag because it's so fucking common. The, I still every, think it is. I guess I get it as like a you know someone who's six one. That's pretty fucking tall. Just throw in I'm six one, and like yeah. we know why you're saying it, but you're still not being shit. But then they have to be like, don't swipe right unless you're taller. And it's like okay, and then immediately below they say, please reread the first sentence. It's like okay, fuck you. I'm sorry. You're just a shit. I would, however, swipe right on her. Specifically because I am nowhere near six one, <laughs> just to waste her time. Um, I, again, I'm gonna give it a four because, like, meh. Compared to the absolute shit show that was today, this week's like variety. Uh, yeah, I like two, three. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed that atrocious selection we had for you guys today. I hope you never see these people on Tinder. I hope you aren't these people. <laughs> and if you are, sorry for trashing your profiles, but hey, get better. Yeah, maybe start at the first episode of our show and work your way through, and we will show you how to be a better person. Hopefully, Um, we don't make you worse. (laughs) Thank you very much for hanging out with us, friends. It is uh, incredible to have you, and we are so grateful that you spent your time uh, hanging out with us. It means the world to us. Yeah, we love it every time we, like, you know, when you guys check in with us, send us questions, follow us on social media, and like our shit, and interact with us in any way. And those, those sweet listens, we appreciate it. So thank you. Uh, If you have a question, 
you can hit us up on our website at fbuddiespodcast.com. You can find all of our social media there. You can also uh, listen to the latest episode as well if for whatever reason you want something browser-based. Uh, also, you can hit us up. There's a contact form. You can fill out your agent name. We keep it completely anonymous, and we will answer your question as soon as we can. Hell yeah. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. You ready for some... Buddy once told me. Are you ready for uh, some bad sex writing? So this is going to be different. This is a screenshot from a conversation on Parlor. Ooh. And this is uh, one one brave anonymous poster who is trying to fix, uh, just fix the state of marriage in America. Hell yeah. I'm sure this is going to be great. This is his suggestion. So fathers send their daughters to wife school. It's going to be state or privately funded. Women learn the skills necessary to be a good wife, cooking, cleaning, housemaking, minimal math for grocery shopping and measurements, child rearing, sex classes when old enough, fashion and modesty, animal caretaking, gardening, and emotional support. If you are a low to middle status man, you walk into wife school. The women will be graded from E up through A and then S. The grades will factor in their technical skill, age, attractiveness, and personality. Graded women are separated by floor, each floor higher in the building, a higher grade woman. <laughs> Step out of the elevator on your chosen floor. Staff blows a whistle. Girls call to assembly room. You walk in. Topless girls aged 16 to 22 lined up for what? you to choose. Each has a name tag with father's contact information. Choose girl according to grade and your status. Contact her father and make arrangements. Walk out with a well-trained traditional wife. What hellish nightmare world is this man living in? Uh, he lives in America where everybody's a pansexual polyamorous communist. Christ, that sounds, that is literally like the plot of some sort of fucking dystopian horror movie. The person themse- themselves, obviously totally stable when they both want women to do modesty classes, but then wants to line up girls age 16 to 22 topless for him to walk around and peruse. Yeah, it seems pretty neat. That it's 16, because that's not an adult, my dude. I don't care what legal, you know, bullshit your state might have. A 16-year-old girl should not be topless and ogled by any dude who decides to... Also, who's going to be like, hmm, you know what I want? An E-tier woman. Yeah, well, I think the, the funny thing is that, like, they do mention very briefly that, like, according to your status... So it's like, I'm I'm guessing the man who posts this is clearly S-tier. Right? Oh, yeah. It has to be. Because I'm sure he's he's this bitter and grim about everything because he's had so much success in the real world dating. Yeah, he'd be miserable stuck down in E-tier, which also fucking grading. No, just this whole thing is disgusting. And it makes my skin crawl. Whoever wrote this, go fuck yourself. Man, parlor is the future, right? Uh, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. Just a couple S-tier boys. 